This week on the Music Biz Weekly Podcast, we get an update from the team at Set.Live on some new features they're rolling out right now over the next week or two called Set.Fan. It's another great set of features that's going to allow you to gather more demographic, more details on who your fans are and what they what they are interested in. Welcome to the Music Biz Weekly Podcast, founded in 2011. And with over 500 weekly episodes, where Michael Brandvold and Jay Gilbert, two longtime music industry pros, discuss the very latest trends, tools, and tactics that you Build need. a stunning band website in minutes with Bandzoogle. Go to Bandzoogle.com to start your free 30-day trial and use the promo code MUSICBIZWEEKLY to get 15% off the first year of any subscription. Hey everybody, welcome back to another episode of the Music Biz Weekly podcast. You've got Mike. I'm flying solo today. Jay is out on the road uh, doing dealing with some business meetings and some clients, um, but look for him to join us again next week. Um, before I get into this week's great interview with an update on Set.Live and some new features they're rolling out, I just want to do a quick shout out. Thank you to Bruce and everybody at HypeBot and Bands in Town for all you do to continue to support the Music Biz Weekly podcast every week. And of course, to our sponsors, today's podcast is brought to you by our friends at Bandzoogle.com. Bandzoogle makes it so easy to build a stunning website and EPK for your music in just minutes. Um, for over 20 years, Bandzoogle has made it easy to build a stunning website and online store for your music. Now they've added a brand new EPK plan so that musicians can create a professional single page electronic press kit in just minutes. All the features you need to design an EPK are already built in, including fully customizable design templates, preset EPK page layouts, music players, images, text file, video embeds, a gig calendar and press quotes, and of course, access to Bandzoogle's award-winning support team seven days a week. The new EPK plan starts at just $6.95 per month. And Music Biz Weekly Podcast listeners can head over to bandzoogle.com, sign up, try it for free for 30 days. But when you register, use the promo code MUSICBIZEPK, all one word, and you'll get 10% off the first year of the new EPK plan subscription. That's bandzoogle.com. Promo code MUSICBIZEPK when you sign up for the EPK plan. And of course, thank you so much to DiscMakers.com. As we all know, vinyl's been mostly a label product up until now, mainly because of the high prices to produce vinyl and sometimes the long lead times to get it produced. And that's kept many independent artists largely on the sidelines. Yet independent artists want vinyl. They need to be selling vinyl. But many of them end up, end up not moving forward on it. Why? Again, because of the price and the lead times. Most artists don't know how many records they're going to sell. So they want to start with the smallest quantity possible to test the waters. And up until recently, 100 records at disc makers would cost nearly $2,000 to press. And that's a lot of money, especially when it compares to the cost of making 100 CDs at Disc Makers, which will cost you just 149 bucks. So DiscMaker, DiscMakers.com has decided to rip the Band-Aid off and they've launched their entry-level vinyl program with an offer of 100 vinyl albums for just 1299 bucks. They're truly bringing the vinyl market to the DIY artists, and they believe they're the best company to do this. So head over to discmakers.com, place your order for 100 vinyl records for just $1,299. So this week, we've got um, sort of a returning guest, returning second time for this company. Um, this specific guest is her first time. We're joined by Gabby, who's in charge of business development for set.live who have been here in the past jay and i have both used their their services at set.live it's a great easy to use tool to gather the demographics and the email addresses of fans who attend your live shows 
by basically just asking them to go back and scan a QR code at the merch stand to enter a contest. Well, Gabby's here to talk about a new set of features that they're rolling out called set.fan. And it sort of takes everything they've been doing, gathering the fan data at shows and enhancing it by gathering more demographics. So sit back. Let's let's listen to what Gabby's got to update us on for the new features at set.live and set.fan. And we'll catch you at on YouTube. Follow and rate us on Spotify. Subscribe and leave a review on iTunes. We appreciate Music Biz Weekly podcast listeners. I'm pleased to have Gabby, who's in charge of business development for um, set.live. We've had Jared on earlier and he kind of introduced the whole concept. But Gabby, you've got some new features that either just rolled out or are literally rolling out as we're speaking. Why don't you update us on what's going on? Yeah, absolutely. Um, well, I mean, thank you again, you know, for, for having me on. Um, we, I think just hit the year hard. I mean, ground running. So we have a multitude, a multitude of, uh, you know, tools under our set suite, if you will, which, you know, like what you touched on and Jared touched on, you know, in later podcasts was at set.live. And so that is, of course, you know, geared more towards the live setting, capturing that, you know, fan contact information within the venue. And you know that as well, you know, with Foghat and Wasp and just, you know, different artists on tour, being able to connect with fans in a better way, um, you know, kind of bypass that ticketing structure where they're not actually getting that fan information and allowing them to know who's actually in the room with them. And so from there, you know, we've taken dozens of other kind of ideas on how do we still facilitate knowing who your fans are in a broader sense. And that's really where set.fan, our latest tool, has come in. Um, you know, what we can kind of dive deeper and talk about today is that it's been more so on the backside as an admin user. You know, I've had, of course, access to that. Um, and it is geared more towards the social setting. So outside of the live venue and being able to have a unique URL that you can post on socials to further engage with fans in really, again, unique ways. And uh, we've just, I mean, tied off on a bow with this. It's about to launch um, in these next coming weeks on self-serve in the artist portal. So essentially speaking, just like with set.live, you know, if you or whomever doesn't ever want to speak to me or Jared or my team again, you essentially do not have to because everything is easily accessible at your fingertips. So that's really what we're working with right now. Well, and and the the initial offering from set.live, you know, as you mentioned, I've I've been using that with clients like Foghead and Wasp and I know um Jay who's my co-host, but he's traveling today has used it with a couple of his clients. Um it works great. I mean, it's just it's simple, it's easy to use, it's throw a QR code up at the merch table, fans scan it, and they're entered into a contest. And you basically get demographics of all those fans who enter the contest. Um, so what is the new fan initiative? Is it on top of that? Is it a completely separate offering? Why don't we dig deeper into that? And, and, and what, what, are the, what are the new offerings exactly? Yeah, absolutely. And so, you know, just kind of back to my point with set.live being geared towards that live setting, this is in the same realm, but also a little bit separate because, you know, we still want artists to be able to connect with fans before, during, and after tours. And really the kind of gear shift to with set.fan is, you know, before fog hat or before, you know, anybody goes on tour and how they like to promote that via socials and say, you know, like, Hey, we're going on tour. Tell us what cities we should tour in. And then they get a multitude of comments and likes on that specific post. But again, kind of with that same aspect with set.live, you don't actually have a name and a face with who is liking and who is engaging with those posts. Are they actually purchasing tickets to those, you know, shows? you know, who are these people that are engaging? And as you know, and just everybody else, you know, social media has so much clutter and so many hoops that you have to jump through to actually really figure that out. 
And that's where we come in to bypass that whole structure, you know, with set.fan is for that almost pre and post tour to be able to say, hey, we're coming out with new merch or, you know, retargeting your mailing list and saying, hey, did you know that we just dropped a new album or released a new single? Or again, you know, back to the merch, you know, to to continue to retarget them in that aspect. So is is set.fan um, kind of a social destination that you're driving fans to? So you're using your existing and, and what I'm trying to get here is a picture of how this works. So you've got your existing social profiles, right? You make a post and the post is going to drive the fan back to set.fan to engage with this, this content that you posted, a question, an update. I'm assuming you accept, you know, media. It could be a video clip. It could be a photo, any of that stuff. And then they engage on set.fan. Um, to um oh, hold on i got a call it's coming in here line <laughs> there we go um so on set.fan you then continue the engagement with them in that i don't know online portal but are you gathering more information on those fans as they're engaging then are you you meaning um your company are you gathering demographics are you gathering emails what are you gathering that is more than just another social network that i now have to worry about engaging on yet another platform i mean that that's fine if i'm getting something out of it Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. and so you know to to where your whole thought process is is that yes you know like when let's for example you know with fog hat say that they're about to go on tour. I know they're currently touring, but they're about to go on tour. And, you know, they make that typical Instagram post, Facebook post saying, hey, we're about to go on tour. You know, here's the link to buy our tickets, but let us know what your favorite Fog Hat songs are and create your dream set list for our upcoming tour and the songs that you would want to hear at your show. And then we would have that set.fan link either embedded into that post Posted in the link in bio, you know, on the link tree, on set.page, you know, wherever that might be, redirecting them from that post to then that that browser URL. And then once fans click on that, it's then a surveying tool where it's like, hey, here's all the albums that we've pulled in through Spotify for you to be able to create your dream set list. Or in the sense of uh, what venues would you like to see us play at? A free response. Or how likely are you to come to our next show with a, you know, gauge from one being not likely to five being very likely? You know, kind of just the different formations of those questions. Engaging the fans. We've seen that they love to provide any sort of feedback Um, you know, especially too on touring, you know, how many times have you seen on Instagram, like, man, I wish you were coming to Dallas, Texas this round, maybe next time. Again, we have no idea who, you know, Cynthia 08 is, was she born in 08? You know, like, where does she live in Texas, you know, kind of thing. And so from there with, you know, that really fun kind of surveying and engagement tool, what our system then does is it's all based off of progressive profiling. So if we've previously used set.live in a live setting where we've collected, Michael, for example, your core contact information of first and last name, email, phone number, and zip, if you're then going back on Foghat's new upcoming tour, creating your dream set list, and then you're adding in your email, what our system is going to do is it's going to recognize that email if you use the same one. And it's- And connect it. Yeah, it's automatically going to recognize that, say, hey, we've already got this information on him. We're not going to ask a different series of demographic and psychographic questions for Michael to answer so that we can continue to build a profile on who you are, what you like, your eating habits, your spending habits, your brand preferences to, again, continue to grow that. And so if I've never engaged with Fog Hat before, Whenever I type in my email, it's going to say, okay, this is brand new information. We're going to ask that core core contact info to get that name, email, phone, and zip. 
but then in addition to those different categories of questions. So in a sense, what you've created is, is, a, is a tool that's going to allow the users who engage in a social media context to provide more information, which we don't get. We don't know when somebody comments on Instagram or on Facebook or on TikTok or on YouTube, you know nothing about them. Mm-hmm. You know, it, YouTube, you know, the social networks know a lot about them, but they don't provide that data. And unless mm-hmm. unless I, as, as a marketing person, sit here and go, all right, well, let me take that username and see if I can Google it and see where they are and who... Nobody does that, right. and, you know, and, and, and you're definitely not getting their email addresses out of any of that sort of stuff. So what you've done is created the ability to have the fans engage in a social environment, but also provide through an opt-in process, obviously, mm-hmm. they opt in to say, yes, here's my name, here's where I live, here's my email address, here's other demographics that the artist can have on me for future use. Is that correct? Yeah, for future use. And then too, you know, to kind of stem back with our our ultimate goal with, you know, set in general of, you know, let's say for Foghat, we think that, you know, their demographic enjoys, you know, um, reading and bird watching on the weekends, but instead they actually enjoy ATVing and hiking. You wouldn't know that, you know, that's just kind of like a you know, a thought for, you know, who you might think is kind of your fan base, but you have no idea of knowing who they are until you actually have that direct from fan data information. And that's what you're getting from this. And so instead of maybe then going to different brands like Pepsi and saying, Hey, you know, Pepsi, the, you know, our, you know, Foghat drinks this, but maybe their fans think that Pepsi is poisonous sugar water and they actually prefer, you know, holistic green tea. You would have no idea figuring that out. And so that's really where set.fan kind of steps in and provides you with that, again, direct from fan information right out of their mouth of, I enjoy these brands. I am, you know, when I shop in the grocery store, I am organic conscious, um, or, you know, like I enjoy getting fast food, you know, I, I skew more that way. That's really where then we're, we're building out that fan profile. Like no more, you know, trying to figure out the lookalike audiences for that. You're actually collecting all of this in real time, either via social media, you know, with that link in bio or with that, you know, social post or through, I mean, Jelly Roll sent out to his current mailing address users just because all they had previously was you know just that email so they sent out a post with zero incentive just to say hey i want to hear more on you know where you want to see me tour next if you did see me tour last year what was your favorite show just you know getting more information from the fans in kind of that broader sense but then from there they doubled their contact collection from set.live with set.fan then getting all that core information from those email users in addition to more demographic and psychographic info. So so that was, I was going to ask. So as this data is gathered in set.fan, the artist has the ability to export that and they can import it into their email lists or they can slice and dice it however they want. Mm-hmm. Yeah, all of that rolls up into that artist portal where you then have access. You know, we... We also just, you know, looped in Lalo with our newest CRM integration. So we've got community, we have MailChimp, we have Lalo and Klaviyo, um, you know, for all of that direct import. Now, how does set.fan interface with the set.live? So again, we've gathered, you know, using Foghead as the example, over the last year, we've gathered hundreds of, of fans through all the shows they've played. And I, you know, I've got all of, the, I've got the ability to export those email addresses and put them in an email list, but they're all sitting there in set.live of like, okay, here's everybody from this city and this show. Um, will the set.fan data get merged into that? Meaning, so now I might have even more people in this specific city it's just people that didn't attend a show or didn't scan the QR code, but they've answered it through 
the the social interactions mm-hmm. and then i guess even in, in addition to that how can i you know i'm i'm kind of envisioning kind of a, a wish list here i've got all these people that all right you went and saw fog at las vegas um and can i message a social media sort of a social media post in your world in the set environment of hey everybody you saw them in vegas we're coming back again not not sending them a full email blast but just messaging messaging them in your world saying we're coming back i've got some questions we'd like to ask you and then it takes them into the set.fan world you follow where i'm going i'm just wondering if there's if there's a way to to engage all of the existing hundreds of users that have been gathered over the years and start communicating with them outside of exporting that email address, sending them an email at blast through a separate environment, but trying to keep this all this messaging and communication within your world. Yeah. Yeah. So, you know, kind of walk me along it through, uh, your thought process, because with, you know, to, to keep everything kind of, you know, tight knit, we have uh, the set.live. So, you know, Foghat is engaging with their fans at their shows and they're again, collecting name, email, phone, and zip immediately in that instance. And what we've done is we've built in to every person that checked in at that show, they then get a 24 hour email blast after saying, you know, from set.live basically saying, hey, thank you so much for going to the Fog Hat show. You know, we'd like to hear a little bit more from you. And it's an immediate then set.fan, you know, survey for fans to say, you know, what was your favorite part of the show? You know, what did you enjoy most? Or, you know, you know, uh, where did you purchase your ticket from? You know, kind of getting more information from them on that specific show element And then again, with that progressive profiling, we're automatically rolling through from retargeting those fans without you even downloading and sending an email. We're automatically retargeting those fans for you to collect more of that demo and psycho info on them in that 24-hour time frame. So that's kind of one piece of it there. Is that is that kind of where you're sort sort of? I mean, in 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 the simplest sense. And, you know, and I don't know if you see bands in town as a competitor or a compliment to what you do, but like on bands in town, I can go in and message followers by location. Mm-hmm. Hey, you're, you, you, you've chosen to follow Foghat. I don't know if you've gone to a show, you've chosen to follow Foghat. Um, and because you live in Las Vegas, I can send you a message saying, hey, we're coming to town. Mm-hmm. What you have on over and above that is these are fans that actually went to the show. So to go into the set environment and send a message and say, hey, you guys attended the Vegas show last year. We're coming back uh, in June and we're playing cross town over at this casino. You know, here's information that that's what I'm looking at is 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 more com- more communication with people we've already sort of processed and onboarded mm-hmm. but in a way that i don't have to you know export the email addresses go to an email system create a a filter of like okay these are just the emails for las vegas build an email blast send it you know that's a lot more process than me just going in and saying, hi, you were at the Vegas show last year. We're coming back. I'm going to message you right here in this world. Mm-hmm. Um, and could you also provide some additional fan demographic answers and questions that we're going to provide to you? It's almost like, are you, are, are these fans that have already opted in through a QR code? Are they getting a kind of, profile created for them in this little social environment that you've created? So, yeah, I mean, great question. And really, you know, our, our goal and piece in this, especially too, as a, as a free tool for 
artists and their teams to use is more of the acquisition of that data, you know, whether it be via set.live in the live settings or via set.fan in post shows, or again, you know, social through email blasts and the likes of that is again, the acquisition of this very broad spectrum of fan data. That's, you know, that's the goal of our tool is to help with that. We are not a CRM. So there is no actual way specifically in your contact list to be able to go in and say, okay, I see Michael and he's only, you know, engaged with us at a show because he's tied to a show and we only have that core contact information. I can't individually hit you via the artist portal with set.live and say, Hey, Michael, I'm coming back to Los Angeles, you know, come out and see, you know, Foghat's show. It's again, you know, just the the acquisition of that data. But within our system, it is very simple to narrow down and piece together who you can retarget for certain purposes of, we have previously been to a show in Los Angeles and we used set.live and we collected 250 contacts at this show. But we also last week just posted a, you know, tell us your favorite merch designs or what you want to see on our next drop. And we've now collected an additional 150 contacts who live in Los Angeles that we can now bundle all of these people, those 250 from the show and these 150 from socials with set.fan into an email blast via MailChimp, Klaviyo, Lalo. And to say, we're coming back to Los Angeles, you know, here's the ticket link to buy this show to then kind of get again, back to the whole social media aspect of you've got Billy Bob 62 liking all of your posts. Has Billy Bob been to a show? We don't know that, but now we have his, we're directly into their email. We're directly texting them via community to say, Hey, Here's a link to our ticket sales. We're coming here. Come and see us. Is is there an ability to create a post in set.fan that I can say, um, I only want people who have already engaged with set.live to respond to this so I can build out that existing data since they've already touched set.live once through a QR code and they've already opted in, they're most likely going to be more receptive to providing more information than a than an unknown fan from Facebook or Instagram who just sees a link. Mm-hmm. Can I create that set.fan survey and only have the users that I've already accumulated through set.live respond to it? Yeah. Great question. So again, with the, we're already sending to every person who checked in with set.live, that initial 24 hour post-show survey, which is the set.fan, you know, again, asking them for a recap on, you know, their experience at the show, what they love most about it. So we are already doing that in a sense to continue to build out that demographic of those fans. But with the way that you can filter all of the contacts in set.live or, you know, in the artist portal for set is you can click out every, and it also, you know, will split between, you know, you can look through a source, which would be, you know, Fog Hats Las Vegas show, but then also Fog Hats, we're going on tour, dream set list set.fan. So you'll be able to narrow down you know, okay, these were everyone who checked in at a live show with set.live, or these are everybody who we did a set.fan social post for that maybe has or hasn't been. So you can kind of narrow down who you're wanting to at least download that data and retarget from those shows specifically. There is the ability to, you know, kind of work that. But just to kind of tackle on with that, that's the whole that was our whole goal with the progressive profiling added into the system is that it doesn't have to be, you know, we're only wanting to retarget these people to to continue to grow that. We can also ask everybody on socials who may or may not have been at a live show 
that core information because we might not have collected it, you're not re-asking everybody who checked in with set.live that core information again. It's automatically bypassing that. So you're not just doubling up and tripling up on, you know, that same information and, you know, hitting that brick wall of, okay, yeah, we've got this much, you know, how do we get that much? That's where set.fan comes in. So you 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 talk about how within 24 hours after gathering somebody in set.live, you follow up with an email. Has that always been the case or is that fairly new? Because go ahead. That is that is a fairly new feature. Yeah. So I guess and 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 what brought this up is, you know, I was looking through the artist portal for Fog Ad and I saw all this interesting new data. And I'm like, oh, this is pretty cool. I went back to the artist portal for Wasp, which was a tour a year earlier. None of that data was there. And I'm like, oh, how can I go back and get all these people that have already opted in and get them that follow-up email that would have normally happened now, but didn't happen because the feature didn't exist two years ago. I I guess that's where I'm trying to get is Um, I've got all this data but I want to add on to it with the new abilities that you have. Mm-hmm. How do I go out and send that 24-hour follow-up email to everybody from a tour two years ago saying, hey, we were getting ready for touring in 2024. But again, I want to hit those people that I've already gathered. Mm-hmm. And I didn't, and and we didn't have the opportunity to enhance their profiles. Now we will, you know, Mm -hmm. the next Wasp tour, sure, it'll all work the way it does. I'm just trying to figure out if there's a way I can go back to all of the people from 2022 and and add to their profile. Yeah, Yeah, build them out. Yeah, and so, you know, again, back to your point, you have, you know, the direct access to all of that, you know, fan information. So you're seeing, you know, Wasp two years ago collected 2,500 contacts, you know, on their tour stop. And from there, you were able to, you know, sync up all of that information into the MailChimp or, you know, Clavio, whatever that CRM is that you guys are using. And then from there, build out self-serve in a couple of weeks, but, you know, have me build out a, we're about to go on tour. Tell us your favorite wasp memory, you know, when you were on tour or build out that dream set list, you know, have them, you know, kind of engage in that fun kind of dynamic, get them excited about this upcoming tour. Cause it's been, you know, a while since they've seen them on the road. And then from there, again, with the progressive profiling, we're bypassing everything that we collected two years ago And now we're asking those different demographic and psychographic categories of what do you like to do in your spare time? What alcohol brands do you like, you know, frequently drink? What social media platforms do you engage with the most to continue to build that out, you know, to to gain on top of it? That's the simplest way to do it, to retarget specifically those 2,500 fans that came two years ago to that show. And from what we've seen and gathered just, you know, on having these live shows, you know, having the fans, you know, be so willing to, you know, engage and have that really special moment is if they've previously engaged with you before, they are very likely to do it again and to provide feedback. They like to be heard, you know, how many times do you like your opinion to be heard? And you're like, oh my gosh, wait, you know, I told them, to do double stuffed Oreos. Guess what? There's double stuffed Oreos now. Or, you know, I only like to buy long sleeve shirts. If I'm taking a survey and I tell them that I want a long sleeve blue shirt and then they come back four weeks later saying, here it is. I feel heard. I feel special. I feel like I have that, you know, a really good relationship with this artist that people think is so out of touch. But, and again, you know, kind of back to our our whole ethos of it is, these fans, you know, who are buying tickets to these shows, they want that relationship. And you have that now. It's not, you know, these ticketing sites or these venues kind of riddling your inbox with, you know, if I like country music and they're telling me, you know, someone in the hip hop and R&B scene is coming to the same theater I was in, that doesn't interest me. 
I only care about, you know, where Foghat is going to be next. And Foghat then is directly in my email or texting me and saying, hey, take this survey. I want to hear more from you, my fan, my friend. And so, so and this sort of brings up, you know, a, a, a cool feature that that I know I've liked and a lot of marketers like that that bands in town has, which is, you know, the ability to, for a fee, message artists that the fans of another artist that should like you. It's a great way to reach pretty targeted audiences. Mm-hmm. As, as you're growing this out, is that potentially going to become a feature where Foghat could sit here and say, well, you know what? I'd love to send a message to everybody who's a fan of Grand Funk Railroad or Starship or Molly Hatchet or whoever, you know, a similar artist, the bands have toured together, but try to engage with that other fan base and pull some of them into your world so you can start directly engaging with them. Mm-hmm. Because that that that's a big, that's a, you know, besides gathering the data of your known fans who are attending your shows, the next big challenge is always, I need to still continue to find new fans, mm-hmm. new people that have never gone to a show, but should like us just because they like classic rock. They like that classic rock style of music. And if I can directly connect with them, I might be able to bring over two or three percent of that group into the fog hat world. Right. It wouldn't. I mean, I think that's a fantastic call out. And truly off the top of my head, I couldn't tell you the, you know, next path for greatness with us would be, you know, to kind of piece together almost like a, a list, you know, to say, okay, yeah, hey, here's here's all the classic rock artists and almost have like, you know, a Rolodex, if you will, for at least our users to kind of go through and be like, oh my gosh, I had no idea that Jefferson Starship was also using set.live, you know, which then could be a very interesting piece on, you know, like, why have we never toured together? Why haven't we toured together in, you know, five years, whatever that case may look like. And then, you know, kind of back to your point of they have their fans that they've engaged with at their live shows. You have your fans and then that's kind of an opportunity to bring everybody together. I think it's a fantastic idea. Again, I'm not, you know, so sure on, you know, where that looks like, but this is also, again, a case with set.fan and kind of thinking, you know, okay, who should Foghat tour with next? And then that kind of gives you that direct line of, you know, they are all saying Jefferson Starship so that, you know, it's a great kind of nudge in for you to kind of be like, Hey, you know, like, look what we're doing. Like we have all this information, you know, going to the booking agents and kind of saying, are they going on tour? Should we go on tour? You know, like let's get them as a headliner or, you know, an opener and we're the headliner vice versa, you know, whatever that might look like. You know, I think, I think there are tons of possibilities for that and, you know, kind of co-collaboration and a lot of times, you know, kind of back to the live setting instance with set.live is, you know, openers are opening for these giant headliners, you know, they might not be very well known. Like if we're playing in a 20,000, you know, cap stadium and I'm an opener, like the first opener and all 20,000 of those people are not there yet. Right, 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 right. (laughs) They're they're showing up much later in the evening. But if I still have the opportunity to, to collect my, you know, 150 in addition to, I'm now talking to these 1,500 or these 2,000 that are there at six o'clock whenever doors open, and they might not have been there to see me, but I'm providing them with this really great experience of, you can meet me backstage. If you like the way I'm sounding, you know, if you're if you're vibing with my music, you know, here in this moment, you can meet me backstage, or I've got a grand prize for a sign guitar at the end of my tour you know, whatever that might look like, or, you know, vote on my encore, um, you know, is that kind of ability to tap into that headliners market without really having to try too hard. And again, it's, it's free, you know, you're just, you're asking them to do something and they're doing it for that incentive piece. Right. Right. Yeah. I mean, the, 
the you know the what what you guys are doing is is even more targeted than bands in town because you're dealing with bands who've actually attended a show. And 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 I'm not saying that the 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 data that bands in town gathers aren't fans that attend shows. We just don't know that. We just know that this is a fan that's interested in your band in concert. Mm -hmm. Did you actually go? I don't know. Yes, you could click the RSVP button, but that still doesn't mean you were at the show. That's not an actual hard ticket sale. What what you've actually got is you scan that QR code, and the only way you could scan that QR code was by being at the show. So therefore, I know that these 100 people I gathered at this show actually attended. They actually, where did they buy their tickets? I might not know that. Um, I don't, you know, did they drive a long ways? I may not know that either, but I know that they were at the show. They had to spend money to come out and go to the show, and, and they were committed enough to go back to the merch stand and scan a QR code. If as your roster of artists that use your suite of tools grows, that becomes from a marketing person's mindset. Wow. That's incredibly even more targeted. Mm -hmm. And again, you know, the simple way that the bands in town promotion works is, you know, you just go in there and say, um, all right, I want to send a message to grand funk railroad followers and they'll go, okay, here's how many of them based on your criteria and demographics. And it'll be five cents per message that we send out to them. And, you know, you create a message and you send it out to the followers of Grand Funk Railroad and you get charged a nickel per email address, basically, for that to go out. That's great. But yours is even more targeted of like, you actually went to a show for Grand Funk Railroad. We're coming to town. I really want to send you a message. Mm -hmm. You went and saw Grand Funk in Vegas. Foghat's coming to Vegas. You got to come out to this show. Right. That would, you know, just with the, you know, privacy laws and everything like that, you know, I'm not sure how. Oh, yeah. They 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 have to opt in. You know, yeah. it, you know, even in bands in town, you can't message everybody who follows you can only message people who follow and then opted in to receive messages from other artists others. got it okay so um, it, you know it starts narrowing it down but again right. from a marketing standpoint that's incredibly targeted information i mean uh, you know i i as an artist or a marketing person want to be able to send messages to fans as specifically as possible not mm -hmm. just a general genre, not just a general location, but all of that. And what you bring to the table is these are also people we know actually spent money to go to the show. They mm -hmm. didn't just say, I want to follow a band. They didn't say, um, I RSVP'd. You've got the fans who said, yeah, we were there that night mm -hmm. because we scanned QR code. And now that's valuable data. That's that is as valuable as I could get short of Ticketmaster giving me the email addresses of the people who actually purchased the tickets for the show, which we know will never happen. <laughs> Not possible. <laughs> yep. Yeah. So, I mean, just kind of, you know, back to that point, you know, that could be a future, you know, future opt-ins like if, if we do you know like a, a set dot fan and it says you know who would you like to see us tour with next you know and it's kind of in you know again kind of like a broader genre of like you know jefferson starship's doing one and you're doing one you know would you like to receive emails from from them you know to hear more about yeah, their from, si and, from, from similar artists right you know that you know can always be you know, something that we, you know, include, it would have to kind of get, you know, broken down by, you know, the chain of command, but sure, sure. You know, it's definitely a possibility to, again, you know, continue to, to branch out, you know, with, with those roots, you know, dig them deeper into, you know, who all we can target because, you know, yes, social media is only, you know, again, you kind of hit that road with, you know, 
we we stop at X amount of followers, you know. So how how do we how do we build that? How do we grow that? You know, it's just this entire melting pot of, you know, wanting more and more, not just in the sense of followers, ticket sales, you know, tour stops, you know, whatever that might look like, but also just the the entirety of data behind it. Um, you know, so I mean I I completely understand kind of yeah. this thought the- process. Bad. The 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 data of fans who actually went to my show mm-hmm. is incredibly valuable. I mean that 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 is almost the peak of what you care about is is that sort of data. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, this 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 really excites me, and 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 I'm looking forward to. Like I said, I saw some of this data starting to show up in the Fog Hat artist profile. And I was like, oh, I don't remember seeing this before. And there was a lot of demographics and slice and dice and some basic questions. And I was like, this looks interesting and it looks like it's something new being enhanced. So I'm I'm excited to be able to dig in to um, actually start using that and seeing if we can add more data to the fan profiles that we have already gathered and add new fan profiles. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, and that's, again, you know, really where, you know, this whole piece is, you know, of uh, figuring out really who these fans are to, for, you know, a marketer to better retarget to, but also, you know, back to the whole main point of, you know, we know how expensive touring is. We know, you know, what kind of a toll that takes you know, and it's a hefty price tag and figuring out really, you know, what your fans like, who they are, how to better target to them is such a great way, you know, with that reporting structure, you know, to be like, okay, yeah, like the, these fans are telling me that they love organic tea, you know, like how hard would it be to show Lipton, you know, that instead of wrapping a tour bus, you know, back to that day old, you know, like let's wrap the tour bus that sits behind the venue how great is it that we now have this concrete information from our actual fan base of what they like and we can get, then get a brand on board for, you know, we're using this tool in the live setting, capturing leads in real time, all here at these different markets, you know, for then them to get that hand in that data acquisition at these shows they can then see, you know, there is no hypothetical, like how many people passed by my, my sign, you know, at the concession stand or, you know, at the sign, whenever you walk into the venue, how many people like actually viewed it, saw it and, you know, mentally thought about it with the phone in the hand at these venues with set.live. It is the greatest piece of real estate that not only the artists can have, but also the brands. Yeah. Yeah, it, it, it is, and, you know, and it's super, super easy to set up with you guys and it's super easy for the fan. I mean, it is just literally scanning the QR code and that's the hardest work they have yeah. to, to opt in and enter. And, you know, I look forward to after, after every show to log in and go, well, how many did we gather at this city and at this city? And, you know, and you can, you can, you can tell where, you know, you've got more engaged crowds because you gather more people. You might also recognize, oh, yeah, you know, something happened at that show and we we weren't able to promote this. And you can see that has an impact on the ability to gather addresses as well. Yeah. So, you know, it's it's a it's a great tool. And I love that you guys are now expanding into more data. But like I said, I'm looking forward to playing with this. Yeah. Yeah, in the in the next coming weeks, this will, you know, again, be completely available for the self-serve. And it's, you know, just as a super admin, you know, like being on, you know, our side and just seeing, you know, the the creativity that can go behind, you know, retargeting these fans, either again, you know, via socials or, you know, through an email blast to, you know, collect more information from those users the possibilities are endless. You know, you can ask them anything. And what we also tied in with this too, kind of like a new, a new nugget, if you will, um, is we now have the ability for that additional incentive to do that survey 
through giveaways as well. So, you know, set.fan isn't more just like, you know, hey, please fill out this survey. Right. Please give us your data for nothing in return. Yeah. Which, I mean, we do see that, you know, these super fans, they have no problem giving you that, you know, giving that up, you know, hearing that, like having their voice be heard. But, you know, we also have that, you know, giveaway piece, that incentive piece of like, hey, fill this out. And, you know, again, we're going, we're going on tour, fill this out and, we're going to pick one lucky, you know, two winners to get tickets to an upcoming show. And it's as simple as that, you know, because then it's like, oh my gosh, you know, like, well, I could win a ticket, you know, like, and I could go and this would be my first, you know, show. Like, let me, let me give them some feedback. Like, I'm really excited about this or been to 10 shows. Like, absolutely. I'm going anyways. And I love these guys so much. Like, I want to give them some feedback, but also like, it would be awesome if me and my best friend could go for free. Yeah. You won something. Yeah, exactly. 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 So where, uh, where can people go to sign up and get into the, the set.live environment and prepare themselves to use these new features? Absolutely. So, I mean, if you, uh, you know, just like, you know, with, because again, everything is appless. So, you know, you can either scan that QR code or you can just actually type in set.live, you know, into your phone. And with set.live, that's, you know, geofence based on location for those pages to pop up, you know, at the shows. But if you just go to set.live, you know, in your browser, you can scroll down to the bottom and you can get started. You can also go to, you know, just for more information on, you know, who we are, what we do, some, you know, really great case studies from artists that we've worked with. If you just go to suite, S-U-I-T-E dot set dot live, you're then able to see, you know, just, a, you know, the plethora of different blogs, all of our resources, um, you know, and then also the ability to come in self-serve and create your own account, you know, and build out, you know, different profiles for artists that you're working with, or if you're the artist themselves, you have the ability to do that and start really building and creating your own pages to be able to connect with fans at the, those live shows. Awesome. Awesome. Thank you so much for uh, joining us today and updating us on the new features, Gabby. Yeah, thank you. Professionals listen to the Music Biz Weekly podcast. If you have a product or service and would like to reach this audience, Get in touch with Michael or Jay to discuss sponsorship this opportunities. For Music Biz Weekly, provided by LarryDavisVoice.com and by JessicaMarsVoice.com. That's Mars with a Z.